Welcome to Knowledge Plus College, where we talk about life in and after college. Here, we're constantly taking L's, whether that's literally or figuratively, but on here, we try to break it down to three major L's, lifestyle, lows, and lessons we've been through or experienced. For our eighth episode, I, Jin, will be taking over a solo episode to talk about 23 things I learned before I turned 23. Welcome to the lifestyle portion of the podcast. It's kind of hard to break down 23 things I learned into three categories of lifestyle lows and lessons, but I thought in the lifestyle category, we can talk about things that I learned that incorporates to lifestyle. And then for the lows, I can talk about things I learned going through hardships and low points in my life. And then in the final lesson category, I can talk about things I learned in general. So when you're listening to this podcast, I've already turned 23. Actually, I've even recording this today i already turned 23 so what am i saying but yeah i turned 23 in april 21st um which is my birthday and that feels super super surreal to me um before i get into the things i learned i kind of want to talk about turning 23 i feel like before um 23 just sounded like such a big age and I don't know, I feel like I've always said um, I stopped growing since I turned 18. I feel like at my heart, I'm still 18. But I definitely am not the same person as I am when I was 18 versus today as a 23-year-old. And I'm very glad for that because I think there was a lot of growing and maturing that happened and needed to happen. And I'm pretty happy with um, how I turned out today. And I feel like, you know... As I grow older, I'll do even more growing up and maturing, which I'm excited for. And I think even before when I turned 23 or 22, I was more scared and like kind of like I can't believe I'm 22. But I feel like now that I turned 23, I'm like, you know what? I'm like accepting it. Like I'm not I'm no longer afraid, but more like, okay, yeah, I'm 23. And I was talking to my old friend about this through FaceTime and she was talking about how, you know, 23 seems like a scary big age, but um, compared to like, you know, the teenage years, but like we're still super young and um, like, you know, we're allowed to make mistakes and just grow from it. And 23 is still such a young age compared to, you know, the long life ahead of us. So, yeah, I'm very, very excited to be 23 now. But yeah, let's go into some things I learned in the lifestyle category. So the first lesson is do the little things that make you happy. And the second lesson is spend time with yourself. So these two are kind of things talking about self-love and really figuring yourself out. And I think we're constantly changing. So learn more about like who you're becoming who you want to become and be nice to yourself and do the things that will put a smile on your face because i feel like now that you're growing older like you know what the things are that makes you happy and like mine as well 
make time during the day to do those things so for me it can be like small things like you know grabbing a cup of coffee in the morning or at a new coffee shop or cooking yourself a nice dinner um these are things that i really enjoy and i think like these are things that are doable even during busy days because there's such small actions and only require like a few time out of the day so i personally have been doing this and i think it's important to incorporate that into your lifestyle and also you're the only person that will truly know what you're going through and the only person you'll truly spend your whole life with and this is something i heard from someone else and i think that really stuck with me because yes there are very important people in your life and yes you have family but honestly the only people that know who and what exactly you're going through is only yourself so you know might as well get to know yourself and you know make your make sure that yourself is happy and i think um that's something that i've learned okay number three you're allowed to take breaks number four success can look so different to each people so these two i think it's talking about the importance to note that taking breaks will keep us from being burnt out and i think it should be more talked about i think less people talk about breaks and more about what you should be doing and what you could be doing i think you know i think we should normalize taking breaks so if you're working like take that pto and take that day to yourself and if you're sick take that sick leave and rest and i feel like it sounds so like clear and straightforward listening to it but i think it's harder um in person with anything and i think it's something that i can work on as well and i think like if you're still in school do take that gap year or take that quarter off and spend time to do what you want to do and you want to explore and i think something that i thought about right after graduation was like honestly how gap year should be more normalized during college like when i started actually working in um korea um people were pretty surprised at how how young i was to start at a job and i think um i was 22 and versus in america that's very normal and so they were asking me questions like it's not normal to start um work right away and like to be that young to be graduating college and i said yes that's pretty normal and they were saying like oh like in 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 college in korea guys have two years of military so they're like two years they graduate two years after me and also for girls and everyone they usually take a gap year and that's normal to like either travel or just do a part-time job and save up or do the things that they enjoy and i was like yes like why isn't that more talked about here and i wish gap years were more talked about especially if you're in college i feel like in the end um just the degree the diploma is all that matters they don't really ask you like oh why do you have a gap year in like college i feel like it doesn't matter how long you take as long as you you know graduate and have that diploma at least for college degrees and yeah like i wish i thought of that as an option because i didn't even think really of that option for me and yeah i wish it was more talked about and something that you can consider as well versus i think if you take a year off um after graduation and after college people are more bound to ask you about like 
the empty year of doing nothing on your resume um, if you're looking for a job and I think that's harder to explain than you know taking a break from school so yeah but anyways also about success I think success to some people can mean wealth and how much money you make or the position your role is at at a company or accomplishing a goal but it can also just be wanting like financial freedom or having strong relationships or being able to do something you love and I think I grew up thinking success was one way um, but now that I've started working, I realize that, sex, that success looks so different on everybody and not one is right or wrong. I think it's important to figure out what success looks like to you and work hard for that. And I think my definition of success, at least for right now, is having a stable income to do the things I love, which is to spend time with my friends, family, and myself. Um, and also having that balance of work and life so that I can actually have the time to spend with myself and others. But, um, yeah, like for me, success isn't all about how much money I'm making or to be super, super wealthy. I mean, maybe that'll change in the future. And I think like also the definition of success can change throughout your life. But yeah, that is my definition of success right now. And so number five, learn to let go of the past. Number six, focus on the present and stop worrying about the future. So this is something that I really struggle with and recently have been working really hard towards it and I think I've gotten somewhere but this is all about the timeline of life and I think sometimes I get so wrapped over the past whether there were good times or some bad times and I think it's important to recognize that those times will never come back to us and there's no point in weeping over the past because you miss or regret so much of it But I think it's important to be grateful and thankful for the good memories and it's okay to look back, but it's more about wishing to go back that needs to stop, in my opinion. And I think it's important to learn from your regrets and mistakes instead of reliving it every time by thinking back to it. And I think as long as you gain lessons from it, that's all that matters and you can apply it to your present and hope that, you know... Um, it won't happen in the future and also there's no point in worrying about the future because you don't know what's ahead of us and I think as long as you're working on your present to get to the future you want that's all that you could ask for and do in the present time so yeah let's all learn to live in the present and forget about the past and stop worrying about the future and this is the last thing I learned in the lifestyle category which is be wise with money um but also spend it how you want to now that i started working and really taking care of my money i learned to be more wise and break it down to savings spendings and etc and i think everyone has a different way of how they think they should spend money um so i think you should do whatever feels right to you for example i think me and my brother now that we started working we've been handling our money and we kind of talk about you know the way we spend our money and what we think is right and wrong and how we should be distributing our money and you know we come to clash a lot because um there are some differences like i think it's important to spend money on the things that bring me joy in the present life like you know it's okay if i get a cup of coffee that's expensive like six seven dollars if that if i know that that will make me happy 
during the day versus he thinks you know like it's more important to save right now and invest your money and i agree um but we we both know that we're just different in how we see things and i think both are okay like there's no right or wrong um way you should be doing something but yeah i think um learning about what you want and also planning out um how you want to like spend your money and save your money is important because you don't want to just like do it and realize like you had no idea what you're doing so for me i am still like spending my money on things that bring me joy but i'm still breaking it down and um you know being wise with my money so yeah i think it's important that at least for me to be able to spend but i also so that i can finance my hobbies but also i make sure that i have enough in my savings and you know for my future and emergencies so yeah i'm i I encourage you to kind of think about how you want to spend your money and kind of plan it out for yourself so that was the end of the lifestyle portion of the podcast and i hope that you know you learned something more about me and something that you can gain in your life to um, focus on in the future Okay, welcome to the lows section of the podcast. Um, for this section, I'm just going to go straight into the things that I learned. So number one, um, it's okay to not know your direct path. And number two, don't compare yourself to others. These two are talking about my personal experiences um, of lows kind of going through you know, school and graduating college and having that post-grad anxiety of, you know, I don't really know what I'm doing, but everyone seems like they figured it out. And even when I got a job, I'm like, is this good enough? And I was just, I feel like those thoughts only came because I was comparing myself to others. You know, like I was satisfied at my job, but it was when I was comparing myself to others thinking, you know, is this good enough for others? I'm like, oh, that's when I was putting myself down. I've come to realize now that everyone is at such different paths in our lives, especially after college, that there's literally no point in comparing because you can't like everyone's just in a different path and so yeah these are two big things i learned that it's okay like take your time um but also like stop comparing yourself to others and yeah i feel like when i didn't have a job and i was job searching there was just so much anxiety of like oh my gosh am i ever gonna find a job and i was stressing so much and like not knowing my direct path but i think in the end everything worked out and everything will eventually work out so there's like there's no need to be stressing over not knowing exactly what's the next step for every journey and number three take care of your health mental and physical Number four, stop overthinking everything. So I think in terms of physical health, corona and the pandemic really taught us life can be really flipped upside down and things that you took for granted such as physical health can be taken away from you or your loved ones in an instant. Therefore, I think it's important to take steps to take care of yourself, like go to the doctor for checkups and for corona, like wear your mask, go get vaccinated and do the things, you know, that you're supposed to do. And for mental health, I've always been an advocate for like mental health. And I think it's important to, you know, take more 
of my personal life advice into my personal lifestyle. Um, and you know, one of the things that I also wanted to do um soon is go see a therapist because i've always been a mental health advocate for years and i'm now i'm 23 and you know i think it's time to you know actually seek in therapy but yeah i think it's important to take care of yourself as much as your physical health and something i think corona and pandemic really um struck us with and overthinking everything is something I also struggle with and it can be something small or big and you know a lot of the times I don't even realize I'm doing it um because it's like a constant thought but nowadays I see when I see my mind drifting into a constant cycle of thoughts I try to stop myself and I think it's important to know that you have the power to stop it um because before I used to I would just let it you know constantly um cycle but now i'm like okay jen you need to stop and i think it actually does help break the cycle of thoughts and i wanted to say this quote that i think is relevant and i really enjoyed which is you don't have to control your thoughts you just have to stop letting them control you and i think that's very very true number five you're allowed to be sad number six everything gets better with time and i think um sometimes i feel bad to even feel sad at times because you know i'm comparing myself to others and recognize i'm not you know i might not have it as bad as others or you know i think i'm not allowed to be sad um in my circumstance but like i said with the other thing don't compare yourself with others but also you're allowed to be sad no matter what your situation is like your feelings are just as valid as anyone else and just because you have it better than others does not diminish how you feel at a certain time however i think from living all these experiences i do recognize that everything gets better with time and with bad days come good days and i think when you're sad you don't want to really hear that like oh everything gets better with time like you know that but you don't want to hear that when you're sad because you don't you know you don't feel that but you know i think now i i know that that's true because there's so many bad days I've went through and now I look back you know it's just a memory and it's something I could laugh over and I don't even remember how I felt that strongly but yeah so I think that helps me get through the bad days when I have them nowadays and those were the six things that I learned um before I turned 23 in my low section and I hope that you you know got to know more about my lows in life but also the things i learned through those low times and hopefully it helps you get through yours as well now let's move on to the last section of the podcast which is general lessons that i've learned so number one everyone is going through their own hardships number two no one truly cares about you more than you do So these two are kind of just talking about a bunch of worries that like we go through of what other people might think of you or think of me. But I think it's just important to start living you and start living myself because everyone is going through their own stuff. And truly, if you think about it, like I'm constantly always thinking about like how I would be perceived to other people and also like thinking about like my 
thoughts that I don't have spot I don't really spend my time thinking about other people so I don't think that the other people will generally do care about you as much as you do of yourself if that made any sense stop worrying and even if someone were to think about you or judge you and stuff i think that says more about their character than yours so i think it's just more important to worry about yourself and i think that's already a lot on your plate and number three be grateful and number four don't take anything for granted I think it's important to reflect and count your blessings that we have in our lives. Um, And it's easier to compare yourself to others and put yourself down and feel like you don't have much. But if you really look around, I feel like there's so much to be grateful for. And for me, it can be anything, um, including like family, friends, health, a roof over my head, etc. And I think, um, you know, like if I compare myself to some people, yeah, like I might not have it as great as they do, but I also see that I'm also fortunate compared to other people. So I think it's, it's not really about comparing yourself to other people. It's about where you're at and what you can be grateful for. Um, and I think, um, these two really made me appreciate these lessons a bit more during COVID because I really did take things for granted and I didn't really really realize so many things I should be grateful for um and I learned a lot through COVID and you know being at home and having to you know take online classes for a little bit and doing remote work from home and graduating in 2020 without like a formal graduation it just it made me appreciate everything like including my health as well number five stop having expectations on others and number six learn to be a good friend but let go of friends that don't reciprocate so i think stop having expectations on others kind of sounds harsh but it's not meant to be in a negative way But I think so many people express and show love differently and I think it's important to recognize that. I think sometimes I remember being upset on someone or some people because they didn't do a certain thing for me or the way I wanted them to. But I think it's, but especially if it's something that I didn't ask for directly or directly communicated with them, there's no way that they would know um, how I feel. So I think, you know, we need to stop having expectations on how they other people should do things for us um but rather you know just accept them for who they are and be grateful for them but obviously if if you see that or feel that you know as a friend or as a person you care about don't it's it's not even about like expectations but if they don't reciprocate um as a good friend or as a good person then i think it's important to cut them off because you know there's no point in keeping a relationship when it's always one-sided i think i still have a problem with that too um and sometimes i have a problem with being the person who don't reach out as much as well so i think it's some things that we can learn to fix but also if you know that the relationship isn't healthy or it's just always one way there's it's important to you know kind of think about whether keeping that relationship is so important 
and then going back to the stop having expectation on others i saw this tiktok video recently actually about a girl explaining how now that she's like a lot older and she's had friends for years she knows that some people are friends some some friends are you know people that show up late or someone who flakes or someone um that wants to hang out to go get coffee like she has separate friends but she doesn't have like one expectation on everyone she has a certain expectation for each friend because she knows how they are um so i feel like that's a good way of interpreting that too because you know you know that your friend is one way or the other and i think um it's okay to do that and instead of having like your own expectations and then let it like disappoint yourself from it but i think on the other spectrum it's like yes if you have a friend that always flakes like that's okay to have that expectation and then so that you're not hurt as much when they do flake um again but i think at one point you do have to recognize that like you know that might not be as healthy of a relationship or you might not feel as though they're reciprocating and it's totally fine on your part as well to cut off that relationship if, if you feel as better for you so just do what you think is best for you but i think these two are lessons that i definitely learned um from growing up number seven learn to communicate number eight no one knows how you feel unless you tell them so i think it's important to become a good communicator it's something that i thought i did well but i think i'm really bad at and i'm actually working on it every single day you know but i think i realized many times that I would want my friends or family to figure out how I feel from cues or signs but I think that's pretty unfair for them if you really think about it because no one really knows exactly how you feel unless you directly tell them like if you're mad and you're giving them the silent treatment like yes maybe you would hope that they pick up on that sign or cue as and realize that you're mad and like you know try to like you know comfort you or ask you what's going what's wrong but also if you give them the silent treatment they might take it as oh you just want your own space and like you're not mad you're you're just tired you know so like and then you can't be mad for not them knowing that you're mad because you didn't tell them and there were many times that i've done that myself and i think now i am working on it and will continue work on it because i truly learned that there's so many ways that people can interpret your actions differently so you just gotta directly tell them how you feel instead of waiting for them to pick up on your actions um and your emotions yeah just learn to be a better communicator number nine be grateful for the present and be hopeful for the future i also think that it's important to be grateful for the present and the place that you're at right now um even though it's not exactly even if it's not exactly where you want or thought you would be at um so even for me like honestly i didn't know exactly how my post-grad life would be like but this is definitely not exactly how i pictured it to be um even graduation i didn't expect to graduate college in my room you know with no for a formal ceremony and you know living with my parents post-grad and not having a job lined up yeah that was very stressful and that wasn't exactly how i pictured and even right now working remotely yeah i didn't know how exactly what it would be like but it wasn't this for sure 
but that's not to say that I don't appreciate or am happy in this moment. I feel really grateful actually, and I'm actually at a very good place right now. So just recognize that there is so many like endless possibilities to how my future would be like and there's so many ways I can get to more of a dream life that I picture myself to be in so I don't actually know what my dream life right now would be like but I know that you know the more I work on myself the more I'll figure things out and so yeah I think it's important to you know be grateful for the present for what it's at for what it is and then hope that the more you work on yourself in the present moment, the more you'll be at a place in the future that you're happy with. Okay, last but not least, number 10, be the source of your happiness. So I think this just really implies that you should stop relying on other people to make you happy. I think um, I've always prided myself as being independent but I think I still latched on other people for my happiness. And I think when you do that, one, you get kind of disappointed a lot. Um, and number two, it's not like reliable, you know? Um, sometimes there's days where you're alone and you can't just uh, wait four days for you to meet other people or be with other people to give you that happiness. So I think I really started to reach to myself for happiness and at first it was hard but I think now that I know more of myself and the things that I enjoy and I put efforts into making myself happy from going on walks or doing you know like art and or going to coffee shops I know the things that make me happy so when I do it it really does um, give me that source of happiness and so I think this is also about figuring out yourself and then also becoming your own source of happiness so that you don't rely on other people to give it to you and obviously these are everything that I mentioned is a lot easier said than done but I think it's more about the efforts to get there than to actually being there so yeah, those are actually all 23 things that I learned before 23. And I hope that you guys gain some insight into my life the past 23 years, as well as learned something or gained something that you could take into your own life and apply it to yourself. And yeah, I'm I'm feeling grateful to be turning 23, especially in a pandemic again. And you know, the fact that I'm alive, I'm so, so grateful for and kind of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel for the pandemic with being vaccinated. I'm actually half vaccinated already and I will be getting my second dose this week. So I'm very, very excited for life to get slightly back to normal, but I'm also very grateful for the lessons and things that I learned through the pandemic. I think a lot of these lessons that I've mentioned are things that I've also learned during those times and, you know, kind of that post-grad life after figuring out myself out from having like an identity crisis and kind of like, like, I don't even know what's going on with my life. Um part of my life and i'm grateful for that too which i never thought i would be because you know i'm at a good place now and i know like a year ago today i was 
I wasn't. I was more like anxious. So yeah, I hope that you guys at least enjoyed listening to my lessons and i'm also curious about things that you guys are you know you guys learned and if there are lessons that or things that you guys learned that isn't on my list i would be happy to know more about it um and i hope maybe it got you thinking about your own things that you've learned uh, throughout your life but yeah thank you so much for listening So that's the end of the eighth episode. Thanks for tuning into our Knowledge Post College podcast. I hope you enjoyed hearing the 23 things I learned before 23. If you liked what you heard and you want to learn more about us, we have new content every Thursday. So be sure to check out our Instagram, YouTube, and blog, which is also at Knowledge Post College. You can also now support Knowledge Post College via anchor payments starting at 99 cents a month. Chat soon next Thursday.